Good morning, this is Chris Shoemaker, also known as Yehuda Ben Shomer, and you're listening to Coffee with Chris, the time of the day where we share a cup of coffee and share a bit of the Word of God. Thank you so much for joining me on this Monday morning for a hot cup of coffee and a hot cup of the Word of God. We're in the Torah portion of Vayigash, which means he approached, and it's taken from Genesis chapter 44, verse 18, all the way to chapter 47, verse 27. So today's Sidra is chapter 44, verse 31, all the way to chapter 45, verse 7, and we're we're going to land right on 45 verse 7 which reads but god sent me ahead of you now who's speaking here this is joseph speaking to his brothers after he revealed himself to his brothers to say hey i'm just not any ordinary egyptian ruler i'm actually your long lost brother joseph they couldn't believe it they're awestruck they're also guilt-ridden uh, because of what they did. So Joseph's trying to um, trying to uh, talk them down from the ledge, so to speak, trying to ease the blow. He says, but God sent me ahead of you to ensure a remnant in the land and to keep you alive for a great escape. So basically, Joseph is like, look, don't feel bad that you sold me into to slavery. It had to be this way. This is the way that God planned it. It had to happen this way because if it didn't, I wouldn't be here right now saving your guys' butts from starvation. Now, modern psychology would call this reframing. Now, reframing is taking something bad in your life and looking at it from a positive point of view. Now, I want to ask the question, is this truth or is, just, is this just some way of fooling the mind? Are we just lying to ourselves and denying ourselves to to uh, realize the really harsh, uh, gross truth about it? Or is reframing a real legitimate thing? Is it a legit thing or is it some sort of fake thing that we do to comfort our minds or to save our minds from further trauma? Because basically, think of what happened to Joseph. He was, he was beaten up by his brothers. He was stripped practically naked. He was thrown in a, in a dry cistern where tradition says there were snakes and scorpions. He was sold several times and uh, paraded down to Egypt in a caravan of merchants, finally sold to Potiphar, which was the bodyguard and the prison keeper of Pharaoh. He was his servant for a while. Then he was falsely accused of raping his wife, then thrown into a dungeon. And I mean, a lot of bad things happened to this guy. And all of that happened where eventually he was brought out of uh, Egyptian slavery and Egyptian um, uh, prison in order to become second command viceroy of Egypt. And so here, Joseph is just reframing this whole bad experience of slavery and imprisonment. And he's saying, verse uh, chapter 45, verse 7, but God sent me ahead of you to ensure a remnant in the land and to keep you alive for a great escape. He's like, yeah, all this stuff was bad. But it turned out for the good. I'm looking at this from a positive point of view, from a positive perspective that, yeah, all this I won't deny all this bad stuff happened to me, but it happened for a good reason. God allowed it to happen this way so that I could save your lives, so that I could, it, I could save my brothers and save their families and save my father from starvation. So, like I said, modern psychology would call this reframing. But is this scriptural? Is this... Is this legit? Is this what really happened? Well, according to Romans 8.28, I think we can say yes, because Paul, the apostle, writes in Romans 8.28, For all things work together for good, for them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And Paul said in another passage, he says, look, I know what it means to be in want. I know what it means to have plenty. But regardless of my circumstance, I've learned that within any and every situation, I've learned the secret of being content. In other words, accepting my circumstances and just working with what I got. 
And he said, all things work together for good for them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Paul was shipwrecked. He was stoned. He was beaten. He was imprisoned. And every time he found something positive out of this bad experience. Oh, well, hey, I've always wanted to go to Rome. I've always wanted to speak before, you know, Caesar or speak before, you know, great leaders and testify of, of God and, and, and of his word. And this is my chance to do that. He even said when he was in prison, he's like, hey, this is a good thing. People are people are rubbing, rubbing salt in my wound because I'm here in prison. But you know what? I've got to witness to the guards. I've got to witness to their families. I've got to witness to inmates. I've got to witness to great leaders. So God is using this bad circumstance that happened to me for his honor and for his glory. Joseph did the exact same thing, and we would do well to do likewise in our lives. Whenever we find uh, ourselves in a bad situation, just remember that all things work together for good. And reframe that. Try to find the silver lining in that gray cloud. And say, okay, God, I may not be able to find a silver lining at this time, but I know that eventually I will, because your word stands true. All things work together for good. Uh, for them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So, Lord, help me to find the positive aspect in this. Find, help me to find what your will and your way is in this bad, tragic, dark, gloomy, gross, nasty situation I find myself in. It's not a situation I would have put myself in, but you permitted it for, to happen for a purpose. And ultimately, I want to glorify you in this. So let that be our takeaway. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Go out there and have a great day. Shalom and God bless.